You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again. Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man. And as always, joining me, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. Hey, it's uh, it's Monday. Yes, and we're on. It's not Sunday. No, it feels weird, doesn't it? It does feel a little weird. Yeah, it's supposed to be our day off, but yeah, here we are. <laughs> no days off for the sports talk. <laughs> so let's get into it, dude. Some basketball, baseball talk. Yes, sir. Here we go. NBA records from this last week: the Pistons went one and three, Magic zero and four, Cavaliers one and three. Raptors 2-1, Bulls 2-2, two two. Wizards on an unbelievable winning streak right now, went 4-0 this past week, Pacers 3-2, Hornets also 3-2, Heat 4-1, Celtics 1-3, Hawks 4-1, the Knicks also went 4-0 this past week, the Bucks 2-2, two two. the 76ers are sliding a little bit at 0-4, and, and the Nets went 3-2 and, and grabbed a hold of first place in the Eastern Conference. In the Western Conference, the Rockets have been on a bad... <laughs> Bad tear this last week, and not in a good way, as they are now 1-4 and four in last place of the Western Conference. The Timberwolves are 2-2, two two, Thunder 0-4, oh Kings 2-2, two two, Pelicans 1-3, Warriors 3-1, as well as the Spurs. Grizzlies went 2-2, two two. the Blazers are on a bad losing streak right now, as they won, lost their last five. Mavericks 3-1, Lakers 0-3, oh Nuggets 3-1, Clippers 4-whatever. Eh, uh, whatever. <laughs> The Suns two and two, and the Jazz are two and one, still sitting on top of the Western Conference. The NBA standings, as they sit currently in the East, the first seed are those Brooklyn Nets at forty-one and twenty, with a six seventy-two percentage. The Sixers are in second place now at thirty-nine twenty-one, with a six fifty percentage, and a game and a half back. The Bucks are thirty-seven twenty-three, a six seventeen percentage, and a three and a half back. The Knicks and Hawks are both 34 and 27 with a 557 percentage and seven games back. 
Uh, Knicks currently in fourth, Hawks fifth. Celtics holding on to that sixth seed right now at 32-29 with a five. Uh, 525 percentage at nine also tied with them are the heat at the same record and nine games back as well the hornets are 500 at 30 and 30 10 and a half back the pacers are 29 and 31 with a 483 win percentage 11 and a half back and the wizards like we said climbing up to the 10th seed 27 33 with a 450 percentage and 13 and a half games back of the nets in that western conference the Jazz are the first seed at 44-16 with a 7.33 percentage. The Suns are in second, 42-18 and 700 percentage, two games back. The Clippers are 43-19, 6.94 percentage, and two games back as well. The Nuggets are 39-21 with a 6.50 percentage and five games back. The Lakers are 35-25, 5.83 percentage, and nine games back. The Mavericks holding on to the last non-playing seed at number six, 33-26, 5.59 percentage, and ten and a half back. The Blazers are 32-28 with a 5.33 percentage and 12 games back. The Grizzlies are 31-28 with a 5.25 win percentage at 12.5 back. The Spurs are 30-29 and 5.08 percentage, 13.5 back. The Warriors are 31-30 also with a 5.08 percentage and 13.5 games behind the Jazz. So we're going to move over to the Major Leagues real quick, Major League Baseball. Here we go. Are you ready, sir? Let's do it, brother. In the American League, the Tigers went one and six this past week. The Twins one and five. The Rangers three and four. The Orioles two and four. The Yankees four and three. Indians two and four. Astros three and four. Uh, Blue Jays three and three. Rays four and three. Angels two and five. White Sox six and one. Mariners four and three. Mm-hmm. Red Sox four and four. A's six and one. And the Royals five mm-hmm. and two. In the National League, the Rockies went four and two. Nationals three and four. Braves three and three. Reds slumping at zero and seven. Marlins two and five. Phillies three and four. Cubs four and three. Pirates five and two. D-backs six and one. Uh, Cardinals four and three. Mets three and four. Padres four and four. Brewers five and two. Giants six and two. And my poor Dodgers went two and five this last week. It's not good, brother. No, it's not. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Why they've been struggling of late. I'm sure we will. (laughs) I'm defending world champions. we got to talk about why we're struggling. And, you know, Dodger fan. (laughs) So, you know, double win. So, the MLB standings as they currently sit in the American League. We're going to start with the East Division. The Red Sox are 14-9 at 609 percentage. The Rays are at 500 at 11-11 and 2.5 back. The Blue Jays are a game under 500 at 10 and 11, 476 win percentage, and three games back. The Yankees and Orioles are both 9 and 12, 429 percentage, and four games back. In the Central, the Royals are 14 and 7 with a 667 percentage. The White Sox are 12 and 9, two games back of them with a 571 percentage. The Indians are two games under 500 at 9 and 11, 450 percentage, and four and a half back. The Twins are 7 and 13, 350 percentage and 6 and a half back. The Tigers 7 and 6, 3 or 4 percentage and 8 games back. In the AL West, the A's have climbed to the top of the division at 14 and 8 with a 636 win percentage. Their Mariners are 13 and 9 and 1 game behind them. The Angels are at 500 at 10 and 10 and 3 games back. The Astros are 10 and 11, a game under 500 at 476 percentage, 3 and a half back. And the Rangers trail at 9 and 13, 409 win percentage in five games back. To the NL East. Here we go. The Mets lead the division currently at 9 and 8 with a 529 win percentage. 
The Phillies are a game under 500 with a 476 win percentage and a game back. The Marlins are 9 and 12, as well as the Braves, both holding a 429 win percentage and two games back. And the Nationals are 8 and 11 with a 421 win percentage and two games back. In the NL Central, the Brewers lead that division currently at a 13 and 8 record, 619 win percentage. The Cardinals a game above 500 at 11 and 10 with a 524 percentage and two games back. The Piates, for some reason, I can't spell pirates to save my life. Apparently, are eleven and eleven <laughs> and five at five hundred, two and a half back. The Cubs are ten and eleven with four seventy six win percentage and three games back. The Reds are nine and twelve with a four twenty nine win percentage and four games back. In the NL West, the Dodgers still manage to hold on to the lead, but barely now at their fifteen and seven record with six eighty two win percentage. The Giants have climbed right back into the uh, division title race at fourteen and eight. A 636 win percentage and only a game out. The Padres are 13 and 11 with a 542 win percentage and three games back. The Diamondbacks are 11 and 11, 500 record of course, and four games back. And the Rockies are bringing up the end of the division at 8 and 13, 038, oh, 03, yeah, 381 percentage and six and a half back. Ready to get fancy with my words and I failed. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to talk some notes? Let's do it, brother. All right. So the Oakland A's managed to reach a baker's dozen on their winning streak prior to their loss Saturday, or I mean Sunday, against the Orioles. This, of course, uh, rose them to straight to the top of the AL West and into second place overall in the American League. Of course, this is still way too early in the season, but the A's' ability to climb out of that hole they dug themselves into is a big team eagle boost, knowing that you're capable of getting back into contention even if you're in a slump. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the A's? 13-game winning streak, even though it did end, but, you know, climbed them right out of the cellar and back to the top. I mean, it's like I always say. At the beginning of the season, you never know what's going to happen, and it's good to see them back on top. You know, I mean, they're they're a young team, so it's kind of cool to see somebody in the West besides, you know. Just our Dodgers. Just our Dodgers doing something, so – it's pretty cool, dude. And I, I know I know my dad my dad loves the A's. He's been to a couple of their games and uh, I'm sure he'll be if he can get to a couple games this year, he'll probably go too. So Right. Yeah, I missed our affiliate with the A's uh, Medford A's when we had them until they got moved. That sucked. Yeah. Um, but it was good while we had him. Went to a couple of their games so it was fun to see all that. Uh my dad got to see um uh, Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco come up through that. Oh, nice. In there, so, yeah. Before, That's way cool, dude. Before, of course, they were overly steroided. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> overly juiced. So, the Dodgers just finally got exposed by one of the by one of their one weakness in the armor as they go for back-to-back world titles. On Sunday, the team blew a 7-1 lead to lose in the 11th inning 8-7 to to the Padres. Mm. To make matters worse, the team has been in a bit of a slump, which has allowed the Giants to climb back into the division race and sit only a game behind them. Luckily, again, this is only early This is early in the season. The Dodgers would have do have time to figure out their bullpen to get it back on track and be good enough to repeat as world champs. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Dodgers' recent struggles? Uh, yeah, man, it happens. And, you know, maybe they're, they're tired. Something's going on with the bullpen, so... 
we get this figured out, they'll get back on track and see what happens, dude. Yeah. Unfortunately, we did lose, lose David Price to the 10-day injured list, so yikes. Yeah, that's never good, man. So. No, because that's a good amount of games that you can miss in 10, game, in 10 days. That, not that's... only that, but like with the way the, the schedules are. and Are we doing back-to-back games yet? Well, I mean, they're doing series, yeah, so they play almost every day. Yeah. With just maybe a couple of days for travel. Yeah. A day here so. and there for travel. So, yeah, that that's a log jam. Um series uh season so far so it's going to be interesting uh we can work it out probably i wouldn't be surprised if at some point we maybe make also some changes to our starting rotation i think dustin may's been a little too inconsistent to keep his starting job and may save time back in the bullpen again for a little bit and give um if price comes back give him a chance to um play um, um get some starting time or you know, and give um, May some um, extra days in between starts as well. All right, this, there is an early surprise so far from a team not only that are leading their division, but also the entire American League, and that team would be the Kansas City Royals, who have a 14-7 record, which has put them on top of the AL Central. They currently also have the longest winning streak in the league right now at five straight games due to the A's loss on Sunday. Cooper, we know we always say this, it is early in the MLB season, but the, but for the Royals to come back out and to start being on top of the AL Central, especially a team we neither one of us picked, is kind of a little bit of a surprise, I would say. Yeah, this isn't football we're talking about. This is baseball. Yeah, this the is Royals, kinda, not the Chiefs. <laughs> this is kind of strange, man. It's like, what? Twilight Zone in 2021. Right. Do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> right. I mean, it's good, though. It's good to have a Midwestern team that's... Oh, yeah. It's always they've been to... down recently since their World Series, back-to-back World Series appearances and finally winning one. But, yeah. So they've been down since then, but now it's kind of seemed nice to kind of leap back into contention. Uh, again, it might be too early, so this just could be just an, an, a, a little blip on, their, on a season for them. But it also helps towards the future if you can sit there and go, look, we started out really nice. Maybe we just got to figure out, make a little few here, here tweaks here and there, and then maybe we'll get back into actual contention down the road. Definitely, man. Yeah, I think it's cool that uh, that they're, they're starting off like this. Let's let's hope they can keep this this streak going, dude. That'd be pretty cool, to be honest. All right. All right, man. So we're gonna go from the uh, from the diamond to the hard quarter. You ready? Let's do it, brother. All right, so on the hardwood, we're going to keep talking about hot teams right now, and the hottest team in the NBA are the Washington Wizards. Yes, I said that correctly. The Washington Wizards. What? They held the longest current winning streak at eight straight victories. This win streak has elevated them into the play-in opportunity for a playoff spot. They also currently sit four and a half games out of the sixth seed, which would put them automatically into the playoffs. They have enough time to pull that off, though, of course, they could also play their way into the playoffs as well if they are unable to move to the sixth seed. But, Cooper, you, we talked about this for a while. The Wizards started to play a little better and now looking like they might be a potential threat. Yeah, I mean, we said it, man. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with it. I think it's pretty cool. Um, again, like I say, Twilight Zone, uh, don't. I know we did. They would play well, but I I thought maybe eventually they would peter out. Maybe they will. Yeah, there's. But, I mean, they could still peter out and fall back out. And but we'll see what happens with it. It's pretty cool. It's kind of refreshing to get some 
some teams that haven't been up there in the, you know, in the win column getting that. Right. You know. Yeah, especially it's good to see Bradley Beal on a team that looks like it's actually trying to make yeah. the playoffs instead of like, we'll just try again next year. It's like, okay, we're actually trying this year. Okay, well, now I can see him really actually wanting to stay with the Wizards, whereas before it's kind of like, at some point if you're Bradley Beal, this always wait until next season is getting kind of old. Oh, yeah. I kind of want to move. But now it's looking like the team is going to try which will make him want to stay, which is good for the quote-unquote little teams because the, even though they are in D.C., the only thing that's newsworthy in D.C. is politics, not really not, not any of the and sports teams. that's not really newsworthy anyways. Then there's that too, but we won't get into politics. We're going to stick <laughs> with sports right now because we're also going to talk about someone else down on the other end that's also got some political stuff going against him, but we're going to just talk about his sports return instead. So, on the other end of the uh, opposite end of the Wizards' winning streak are the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yes, the Thunder currently hold the league's longest losing streak at 13 straight games. This has put them in contention for the worst record in the league with a chance to garner more favorable odds in the lottery draft. Excuse me, draft lottery. This year's draft, unfortunately, isn't brimming with huge can't-miss talent, so it'll be interesting to see how all this ends up playing out. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the Thunder Going backwards and catching almost catching the uh, Timberwolves and Rockets for worst record in the league. Yeah, man. Uh, was there any doubt in this? I mean, they pretty much scrapped their whole team, so mm-hmm. it is what it is, man. It's just well, I mean, yeah. Last year they scrapped that whole team and still ended up with Chris Paul and still made the playoffs. Yeah. And then they got rid of Chris Paul this year. They're like, okay, we can't do this again. Bye, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> To the Suns, who are enjoying Chris Paul very much as they sit number two in the Western Conference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, clear to see that they are definitely trying to move towards a rebuild, and uh, that got a wrench thrown into it last year with Chris Paul, who maybe doesn't like losing. Maybe they'll go to Seattle. I don't think they're going back, bro. This isn't Come where on, it's, this go, isn't the Rams. Go back. It's not dude. the Rams. Well, the Ram, remember, it took the Rams 20 years to go back, so we're not even. I don't even think we're 10 years into, uh, uh, oh, no, wait, we are. We're, I think we're, we are past the 10-year mark. Where are we? We're about, I think, 14 years into it. So they got six more years before they move back to Seattle <laughs> if they pull a Rams move. As long as I'm still alive and, and when when they we actually get another Seattle team and they actually be the so- Supersonics again, Yeah, that'd be awesome. Right. All right, so we're going to move on from that wishful thing and <laughs> move on to the Anthony <laughs> Davis return, who returned this week for the Lakers. But so far in the two games in his return, the team has failed to beat the Dallas Mavericks, and they played back-to-back. In the second game, the team even jumped out to a big lead but were unable to secure the win. The team played the Magic tonight with an opportunity to get back on track. It's also reported that LeBron James could return later this week, which would be a huge boost for the team. So, Cooper, your thoughts on return of Davis. The Lakers still struggling, but the possible news, we can get one more reinforcement later on this week. I mean, you know, Davis coming back, you know, he's just, he's going to take it easy for a couple games before he totally comes back and makes a big difference. And I think he is waiting for LeBron to come back. Yeah. You know, before he really starts playing because – 
he doesn't want to carry the whole team on his back. So, you yeah. know, I know that, that we've got some good good players and, uh, you know, and that, you know, they can help. But I'm just saying, like, between him and, I mean, you got Drummond, you got him. Yeah. I guess him and Drummond could do pretty well. But, I mean, you know, LeBron is LeBron, dude. I mean, LeBron's crazy. He's a human highlight reel. Yeah. And, uh you know, once he comes back, I think that's when the Lakers will turn it all back around. Right, because he makes the team better overall, LeBron does. Oh, yeah. Um, and he'll be able to get Davis and um, Drummond to coexist a lot better. I it's not think it's not the problem. It's just they got to get used to each other. Yeah. And it will make it easier when you got a guy who's more of a facilitator in LeBron James who can get you the ball at the points that you prefer whether instead of – I mean, Schroeder does a pretty decent job, but, I mean, come on. LeBron James is a freaking 6'9 point guard. It's yeah. crazy. It's just crazy what he can do with a, with a, with a ball in his hands and with a, the ability to pass like he does. Oh, yeah. And able to see the floor like he can. Speaking of human highlight reels, we're going to talk about <laughs> Steph Curry real quick. Yes, baby. Curry continues to be astonishing. The human highlight reel has made an NBA record 85 three-pointers in the month of April. This record is not just a month of April record, but a record for any month during the NBA season. Curry, of course, still has a couple games left to, to add to it, and with his ability to hit at least 10 per game, we could possibly see him hit 100 three-pointers for the month. So, Cooper, Steph Curry just really has been smacking me down with his, uh, he should shut it down this year. What the hell did they do? Put 2K on easy mode? They put it on rookie? <laughs> Come on now, this is crazy. Right? Like, did he sold us did he sell his soul to the devil for this or what, dude? I don't know. Dude, it's crazy, man. This guy has been on fire and it seems like he's gotten even more I'm not saying he's ever even heard the podcast, but it sure seemed like since I said he should shut it down, he went crazy. Dude, no joke, man. It's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's been nuts. It's been fun to watch though too. I've Always enjoyed Steph Curry. I was glad he um, got over his early injury issues with his ankles. And he's just been a really dominant player, um, changing the game of basketball. Unfortunately, not for the better for my team, who thinks they're a three-point shooting team when they're not, which is part of the reason why they lost that second game to Dallas because they were trying to jack up threes with the lead. I'm like, dude, you have the lead. Don't jack up threes when you have the lead. Yeah. Damn, only jack up threes when you're behind. And even then, you really should only do it as out of desperation. As needed, uh, and, add, and as needed, not really as a freaking answer the whole time. Play some flipping defense. But anyways, Curry, on the other hand, though, who seems to be almost Mr. Automatic he, from he beyond the arc. from freaking half court, pretty much. He can hit it from outside the gym, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Someone open up the roof on the arena. He'll probably make it, for God's <laughs> sake. He just doesn't seem to have a, a a zone where he can't hit it from. It's unbelievable what he does. And I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing him and the Warriors back in true contention. They're kind of in contention this year, but true contention next year with Clay Thompson. Oh, yes, very much so, man. I, I, I miss seeing the Warriors. They, they never, like... Those, there's those teams that, that continuously go back to the finals. They're just like, I don't want to look at you anymore. Please go the hell away. Mm-hmm. 
But then, dude, they always made it fun and interesting. And I loved it when when it was Curry and, you know, and the Warriors versus the Cavaliers and LeBron James. That shit was... That was on and popping for a couple of years, dude. Yeah, those were that was a great stretch ser- uh, run of series between those two teams, and um, it just got even. Well, it would be better if Curry and Clay were both always healthy with LeBron and the Lakers, but it is what it is, and we'll see what happens. So, luckily for us, we'll get to enjoy it at some point. Hopefully, next year, please, for the love of God, somebody t- keep Thompson healthy. Right. Put some bubble wrap on him and don't let anybody and touch don't him. Don't let him play off the court. Don't let him play any pickup games. No pickup games. Good lord, man. Thompson, you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, uh, that, well, that was it. That's all my notes. That and does it. That does it for us tonight. Be sure to tune in tomorrow because, of course, we got. Talladega to talk about. Yes, we had another big one. Ooh, the Super Speedway's attack again. Shaking big, baby. Shaking big. And, of course, we give you our draft analysis from Daniel Jeremiah. And, of course, we give you our 2.0 mock draft. Yes, We're looking forward to it. fun, dude. Can't wait. It's going to be fun on a bun. Yes. I always love it. And, then of course, Worldwide Sports Talk will commence again this Thursday. Saturday, we bring you back some more wrestling talk. And then, of course, hopefully we're back still on schedule with that all that, too. And Sunday, of course, again, will be basketball, baseball talk. Lord permitting. <laughs> because it doesn't seem like every time we start getting back on track, something happens we're like, whoops, we're off schedule. We're, we're doing our best, though. I mean, life happens. This is our passion. This is what we want. This is what we're going to continue to do. We're going to continue bringing you guys up-to-date sports and have fun with it and and uh, throw a little bit of wrestling in with it. How you doing? That's right, because that's like what we like to do. And, of course, you know, trying to reach out to all of our fans out there across the world, talk about sports that you enjoy, which is why we try our best to bring you soccer. We've still got to talk UFC. This Thursday, because UFC 261 happened this past Saturday. we got to talk about it, as Usman had himself a night. Oh, yes. So, I believe that does it for us, unless you got anything to add. Nope, I'm good to go, brother. Me too. So, that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep keep on on talking talking sports. sports.